Welcome to the Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm Coach Sammy, and I am so glad you are here. The teen years can be fun and exciting, but also filled with self-doubt, insecurities, and lots of frustration. I am here to help you along your teen journey and make sure you enjoy your teen years as much as possible. Let's get started. All right, you guys, welcome to the podcast today. I'm Coach Sammy, which you all know who I am, (laughs) but I have a guest on the podcast today, and he is one of my favorites. We work together. Actually, I work for him sometimes. (laughs) I sometimes call him my boss, but um, Joey Massio is on the podcast today. He's been on the podcast before, you guys. He has talked about bullying. He has worked with teens for many years. He is a teen expert. And so he's on the podcast today. He's got some things that he's going to share with us. Joey, why don't you introduce yourself again for those who haven't listened to your podcast or who haven't heard the previous podcasts that we've done together? Yeah, sure. First off, I'm not sure I'm qualified to be anybody's boss. Like, let's just (laughs) say that right off the bat. Um, Yeah, I'm a teen life coach, just like Sammy. I've been a teen life coach for over four years. I specifically work with teens on confidence, social skills, and achieving their goals. Before that, I was a middle school teacher and counselor. And then before that, I was a stage performer and actor. Uh, My biggest claim to fame is being an actor at Disneyland, where I am the only actor in Disney history to have played both Darth Maul and the Mad Hatter. He's very talented, you guys. You should see some of the stuff he does. It's very, very cool. All the like improv and stuff that he incorporates to teaching teens. It's pretty neat. I do not have that talent. So I enjoy watching. (laughs) So people in the audience. (laughs) Yeah, I am a good audience member. I enjoy the entertainment. So you're here today. I kind of wanted to talk to you about some things that have been coming up. You know, teens are struggling. We're getting this new data in, which we already know what is going on with teens, but thankfully the country and people are starting to collect data on teen mental health. And so, um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about teen mental health and how teens can really help themselves when we get into a spot in our life where we're just kind of like, what is the point? of all of this. Why does any of this matter? That That is something that throughout my years of coaching teens, it really comes down to that. Why? Right? Like, what's the point? Which is just another way of saying why. And it affects people's confidence and social skills and the work that they do, whether it's schoolwork or working out, going for runs, whatever it is, it really affects everything. And yeah, it's funny, the Surgeon General and other people are just going, hey guys, guess what we found out? Yeah, teens aren't feeling that good all the time, right? They're kind of struggling with depression and such and anxiety and it's affecting their lives. And Sammy and I are like, yeah, uh-huh, well done. Way to, way to, way to catch up. <laughs> yeah, way to go. <laughs> yeah, but there, there's stuff behind it, right? There's science behind it and there's the work of Viktor Frankl. He's an amazing uh, psychiatrist, I mean, he's passed away now, but back in the 1900s, he was a Holocaust survivor uh, and he he worked with people who felt depressed or felt down and all that. And then he became a victim of the Holocaust and went to a concentration camp. And it's like, oh, but like, how did he handle that? You know, and he just learned so much and he 
goes into a lot of the stuff that goes on in our brains that creates some of the issues that teens are struggling with today. And his whole thing is that we don't have a point for things anymore, right? The answer to what's the point is there isn't one. And because of that, because we don't have any powerful meaning in our lives these days, that's where the three big things come into play. He says, aggression, addiction, and depression come when you don't have a good answer to what's the point. No, I totally agree. I was coaching a teen the other day whose mom was making him do an ACT prep class. And he was so like agitated and anxious about it because he didn't see what the point was. He didn't want to go to college. He didn't want to take the test, but his mom was like, no, you need to take the test. And when we don't see a point for something, it doesn't make us feel good. It doesn't make us happy. And another example of this is like kids who are in school and they're like, I am never going to use this information. Why am I learning this math? Why am I learning this stuff about social studies or whatever it is? And when we don't see a point, it really does make us unhappy. I think the biggest one for me is probably I more associate with the depression piece. Like when I don't mm. see a point with something, like I gravitate towards the depression. What do you gravitate towards? For for me, it would be more the uh, the addiction kind of thing, right? People hear these words, right? Aggression, addiction, depression, like, oh, dude, that's like serious. What the heck? You're right. Like I'm I'm not crazy. I'm not, but it's like, look at each one of those three things on some level they're found in all of our lives. Right? So addiction is just playing video games a lot and like scrolling through news. That's what I do when I'm just like, Oh, I don't want to do anything. Right. I'm just scrolling through the news or scrolling through TikTok or something. Right. And so the, the addiction here is the inability to be able to do something and then just not do it. Right. And that could be eating, you know, uh, unhealthy food or drinking a ton of soda, whatever it is. Right. And so for me, that that's kind of where it goes to when I, I start not having an answer to, to what's the point. I want to start filling it with fun. And that's one of the things. Right. Frankel says there's, there's really there's three things that motivate us. It's trying to have fun or trying to get power over other people or popularity. You know, and social media totally does all that. Hey, look, it's fun. And look, hey, people like you. You get likes and views and such. Isn't this all great? But if you don't really have a good answer to what's the point, then you'll always fall back in to those, those three things, right? Uh, the addiction or depression, which is just not feeling good or not being hopeful. And aggression is, I mean, you don't have to be always be punching walls, but it could just be Sometimes I'm just snarky and sarcastic to my parents or my siblings or my friends. I'm just unnecessarily rude or mean, which is probably always unnecessary to be rude or mean, you know, and you just kind of have this like bitter outlook, you know, or negative outlook that kind of falls into that aggression. It's not always punching people or walls, but it could just be just negativity, you know? I think there, it's interesting because there's two sides of this, like, What's the point, you know, searching for finding meaning and things, but then also when it comes to social media or things that, you know, maybe aren't helping us feel really great in our lives is asking ourselves, what is the point? You know, what is the point of social media and really understanding, okay, this is for connection or what does social media give you, but also what are you relying on social media for in your life? It's definitely two-sided. 
Well, totally. And uh, something that uh, is talked about is something Frankel calls uh, deconstructionism, which is a fancy way of saying just breaking things down into their individual parts. And that sucks the meaning out of life. And that's what social media does. Social media breaks connecting with other people down into the basic, hey, look, here's a picture. Is it pretty? right? Is this the thing that you want? Here's a like. And we're just breaking. Oh, do you have enough likes? Nah, I didn't get enough likes. You know, that means, you know, that people don't like you as much. And so we start breaking things down into individual little components. And that's what social media just does. And people on social media have to really condense their message into like 15 seconds. And so they have to break something down even more and it's funny and it's, oh, I, you know, I laugh or whatever the, the thing that they said, but they've broken down something so much that it just doesn't really have any meaning. It's just kind of quippy and funny. And like, oh yeah, I know school does suck. Yeah. School is kind of pointless, you know, or it could be even with dating or, t or social interactions when you don't have the point of that. Like, what's the point? You know, if I, if I don't look pretty or if I don't talk the right way, then it's not even going to work. So what's the point? And social media kind of really holds that up by making fun of that. Yeah, man, I, I didn't look good enough or I didn't say the right thing. And so this girl or this guy to crush on didn't care about me. And you're like, oh yeah, that's totally true. That's, that's just life, you know, like, you know, there's no point unless, you know, you know how to speak well or, you know, unless you look pretty. So what is the point? And that pushes us further into that kind of existential vacuum where there is no point. So we know there's a problem. Teens aren't feeling really great. And I, you know what? I hate like categorizing and being like teens because really this is all of us where yeah. we're all, we're all searching for meaning in our life. We're all trying to figure out like, what is the point of what we're doing? Right. And so that is a question that, you know, a lot of times, in our teens, we can't answer. And so it causes us to not feel really great. I know you, you were talking to me and there's a few things that we can do in order to find the point or have, would you call it like having purpose or what would, what would you? To me, it's purpose, it's meaning, it's reason, right? All three of those things really paint that picture you know, uh, and answers the question, what is the point? What's the meaning? And, and Frankel calls meaning. it finding your meaning. You have to find mm -hmm. the meaning in the things around you that's going on, you know, and there's a certain action suggested there that you have to take. And so he suggests there there's three things. And I, I love these three things that we can do to fill our life with meaning. So the first thing he says is engage in meaningful work. And that can be tough sometimes because we hear the word work and we don't like work. We don't want to do that. But I always ask people, well, how is not having meaningful work in your life going? You know, if, if you're totally just enjoying not having anything, you know, that drives you to go out and do something, whether it's working out, working out is meaningful work, whether it's writing poems, that's meaningful work. It could be um, anything from work, like doing your own teen entrepreneur-ness or working at a job because you're saving up money for a car, that's meaningful work. When we, when we don't have any of that, then there's nothing to kind of be like, to be awake for. 
you know? And when we avoid work, we devalue work and we overvalue pleasure. And that is literally the cause of addictive behaviors. And I, I don't want to work. I don't want to do my homework. I don't want to do any of that. I just want to play video games. I just want to go on social media. Give me my phone. Let me binge watch things. That is how we get that addictive behavior that builds up when we don't have meaningful work. And that's like when you spend, <laughs> I think we were talking about this too, where you spend hours doing something like watching a TV show or playing a video game. And then when you're done, you're like still empty inside. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Because nothing changed in your life. It wasn't meaningful. It was fun. It sure was. And there's nothing wrong with fun. I remember this week, uh, one of the teens asked that. I remember that, Sammy, when the teens like, well, what's wrong with trying, like wanting to have fun? Absolutely nothing is wrong with, with wanting to have fun. But when that's your main answer to what's the point, just have fun, have fun, have fun, have fun. It, it's not fun anymore. One thing that I discuss with my teens, and I think I think all the, the whole point of, of this podcast, the whole reason I do this is so that teens can be happier. But one of the things that makes teens the most happy is when they have goals, when they are working towards something, when they are challenging themselves. And again, studies show that when teens have goals, when they are working towards something, they have lower levels of anxiety and depression. That's just something that makes us happy when we have things that we're working towards. Okay. So number one, you said meaningful work. All mm -hmm. right. Anything else on that? No, that's, that's it. Right. Spend time doing projects, doing some stuff, create it. If you don't have it, create it. Okay. All right. Number two, what's number two? Number two, uh, Frankel puts it this way. He, he says, encounter someone. And that just means spend time creating connections with the important people in your life. Parents, siblings, friends, mentors. Yes. I said, parents, you know, uh, uh, spend time creating uh, connections with them. Because we often separate ourselves from other people, especially when we're feeling down or maybe sarcastic or when we're pursuing just the fun, we separate ourselves. We put in our, our AirPods, listen to music, and we just kind of stop connecting with other people. But that sucks the meaning out of our lives. It, it makes us this lone person floating through a void without anybody else there to make it means something. And when you have a meaningful relationship with, with just anybody, life's better. I mean, you've probably felt that way with your friends, right? Like, oh, I, my BFF, I'd be nowhere without her or without him or whatever. You know, you can have more of that. You know, you don't have to be BFFs with everybody, but you can have more connections with people. And, and here's the thing, when you're doing that, that directly combats the aggression that we feel, right? That's one of those three things. When you're experiencing this sarcasm or whatnot, or trying to get power or popularity on social media, you think it's building meaningful connections, but it's not, it's, it's a facade, it's fake, you know? And you think you have that and that's why it feels empty. But when you actually encounter someone, spend time with them, getting to know them, right? Talking with them, uh, doing things together, that, 
uh, will help add meaning to your life. I also think it goes along with the depression piece too, because when, when we're not feeling good, it's so natural to isolate. And we think that isolating, like if we isolate ourselves, it's going to help us to feel better. And it's actually the opposite, which is why isolation is so dangerous. So if you are not feeling good, if you're feeling depressed, like the worst thing that you can absolutely do is isolate yourself. Number three, tell us what number three is. Number three, he says, it's all about the attitude we take to unavoidable suffering. And I love that phrase, unavoidable suffering. And this is from a guy who went through the Holocaust, through a concentration camp. So he gets unavoidable suffering. Yeah. So, um, and teens, uh, the teenage years are filled with unavoidable suffering. It just is. And again, all of our lives are, all years are, but I, I think especially teens, right? There's a lot of stuff like you're not in control of your life as much. You know, you got your parents telling you what's going on. Uh, you're in this, uh, usually most people are in the, the public school system. So you're interacting with a bunch of peers all the time. And that can create some unavoidable suffering. You start dating, you start getting crushes, you know, you, you get F's in class, right? All that unavoidable suffering. And it's all about picking powerful attitude toward the unavoidable suffering. It's not about avoiding the unavoidable suffering. That's not the trick. The trick is picking a powerful attitude toward the unavoidable suffering. And that directly combats that depression. And they really all overlap, but that one specifically, right? Combats depression when you're feeling down from being rejected from not getting the grade that you wanted, from not getting the job, from not having money or whatever it is, whatever your suffering is, you can combat that depression that comes along with it by really picking powerful attitude. And, and this is, I, I feel, Sammy, a lot of the work that we do, it's that mindset stuff, that metacognition. And, and that's what I call going from sidekick to hero, get rid of that sidekick thought and come up with a hero thought, a hero story about why you're suffering. And yeah. that helps a lot. When I like look back at my life, I sometimes refer to my teen years as the armpit of my <laughs> life. <laughs> and, and I think about that time where you have, you know, so much unavoidable suffering. I just, I really wish that I had the tools to have a better attitude about the coping skills and mechanisms to be able to handle you know, those things that were happening in my teen years better. And so, yeah, you guys, in your teen years, you're going to have a certain amount of unavoidable suffering, but the way that you approach that unavoidable suffering and the way that you have your mindset around those things, it makes a really huge difference. Joey, you are doing some amazing work and trying to help teens and you have just released this amazing app. You guys, it is so cool. I am so excited for it. Joey, first off, I want to know why you created this app for teens. Just, just t tell me like in 20 seconds, why you have spent the past year building this. Has it been a year or over a year? Over a year. Over okay, a year. Okay. You've spent over a year. You've been putting everything into this app and tell us why this is such an important mission for you because if it's not fun it's not worth doing and nobody believes that really more than than teens right and so if we're going to do mental health and mental resilience training let's make it fun let's gamify it so 
there's that extra incentive. I love how you're meeting teens where they're at. You know, we're not trying to drag them into something that's boring and, you know, they have no desire to learn because it's not entertaining and you're making teen mental health fun for them. Tell us about the app. Yeah. So the app, I'm so excited. It's called Sidekick to Hero and I call it an app. It's a web-based app, which means that you can access it on, on a Chromebook or on your desktop computer. And uh, eventually it'll be mobile ready. So then you can access it on your phone's browser. Uh, so it's not an app like you, you need a smartphone for it. You, when I was developing this, I said, well, I want every teen to be able to access it. Not every teen has a smartphone. So it's made for your web browser on, again, laptop, desktop, and it's it's gamified mental resilience training. So you sign up, you have this avatar that is just kind of, you know, blank. That That's you and your sidekick self. And you get to play through the the hero arenas, which is small, bite-sized, fun YouTube videos, right? That are trainings that go over everything from your headspace, your emotions, your relationships, and your objectives, which spells out hero, FYI. <laughs> See what I did there? Um, and you watch those videos and then you get a challenge to go do in real life. So it's like a video game, but you play the game in real life. That's where you do the quest. And then you come back and you claim the challenge in the app. And then you get experience points and coins. You can customize your avatar. Uh, my podcast is in there. You get points for that. There's uh, the weekly live streams that we do. Sammy's, uh, Sammy's on those with me. And you can attend those. You can watch the replays. If you can't make it, you get points for that. You get points for everything. And there's also a monthly prize, real life prizes that we give out um, when you participate in the app. So there's that community aspect. There's that prize aspect. There's that video game aspect. And it's all meant to help teens become more confident, be better at talking to people and achieve their goals. Here's what I love about the app, Joey, is that you make it fun, but also the content is so good. The content is really teaching teens, you know, these skills that are going to make them resilient. And um, even though it's fun and stuff, it really has good substance and all the videos are great. I love working in there with you. There is a fun group of teens. So it's a fun community. And you guys, if you are interested in the app, there is an affiliate link that I am going to put in the show notes. This is an amazing, amazing tool. And I, I am excited that it's finally available for teens because I really do feel like it's going to make a big difference for them. And you can also get private coaching in there too, right, Joey? Oh yeah. Yeah. So you, you sign up for it and only uh, like great coaches like Sammy are available in there for a ridiculously like reasonable cost. Because if you were to hire Sammy on your own, right outside of the app or, or me or any of the coaches, it costs a lot, you know, but I wanted to make an option, like provide an option where you can like, Hey, I'm a quick 25 minute private session with Sammy or with any of the other coaches in there and, uh, and make it more uh, affordable. Okay. Anything else you'd like to add? Where can teens, parents find you to learn more about the app? Tell us all the things. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a podcast. Uh, it's called Secrets for an Awesome Life, where I talk just like Sammy directly to teens. There you can uh, 
Find me on Instagram, uh, Sidekick to Hero. Uh, you can also go to my website, joeymasio.com for all the things. Okay. All right. And I'll put all those in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us today, Joey. Well, Good to you, see Sammy. you again. You're one of my favorite people. <laughs> right back at ya. Hey guys, do you want more? If you are ready to work with me in one of my coaching programs for teens, check out my website, knowingup.com. That's K-N-O-W-I-N-G-U-P.com. Whatever you are struggling with, whether big or small, I can help. We learn so much more in my programs than what is offered here on the podcast. Come join me, you guys. See you soon.